Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. The shopping list for the Yankees this offseason is a long one. But there's one thing that is clear atop that wish list. Most of all is, and it is Juan Soto. Nobody takes the first offer. So I, I think the Yankees, I, I don't want to go out on the limb and, and compliment them too, too much because a deal is not done. But I think that they're, they're playing this right. It's going to take a little while. Usually the, the offer is not as, as, as great as you thought. That's all it took to get that guy? And I'm sure that when Juan Soto does get traded, wherever it is, if it's the Yankees, if it's somewhere else, we're going to look at the offer and be like, wow, that's that's all it took to get him? This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, jam-packed first hour. Now, look, it's, it's been established in the course of the show, Joe and Harvey both despise me. But even Joe and Harvey would have to admit, first hour flew by, right? It didn't fly by as much as last week because of your unmitigated joy over the, the Jets' loss, but fun. it was a fast hour. It was last Saturday's. Uh, that was whoo. That was fun. Com- coming off a jet performance against the Dolphins on Black for Oh my God, that was like sports porn. And uh, the the uh, the um, the Hard Knocks episode of the Dolphins just taking it to the ah. Oh! What? And, and I, I know other people might not watch it because it's Dolphin based and they're Jet fans. The episode that just aired this week, Mike McDaniel has a clip in that that has to be. It's, it is legitimately laugh out loud funny. People say laugh out loud funny. This is legitimately laugh out loud funny about something that happened in the Raider game. And if you've seen the clip, you know what I'm talking about. It's probably the funniest clip in the history of Hard Knocks. Not that Hard Knocks needs me to be doing any selling for. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. We'll continue to take your uh, phone calls on uh, on Soto and the Yankees and all that stuff. But I did want to these uh, the, the the show flies by so quickly, and, and I got to get to the stuff. I can't just stay on one topic. So when it comes to the Jets, this weekend you get Jets Falcons, and as I said there before the break, there is just one thing at this point that matters with the Jets, <laughs> and it's not exactly a spoiler to say it ain't Jets Falcons. <laughs> it's not that. No, the one thing that matters. And the only thing that matters with the Jets the rest of the, the year is, does Aaron Rodgers play again this year? That's it. And it's such a no-brainer that the answer should be no. There is, here's the thing, pitch it to me. What's the reason to have him play this year? What is the reason? Outside of, because he wants to. That's not a good reason. Like, you're, if your kid came to you, I want to do this, I want to do that. Well, why would I allow you to do that? Oh, because I want to. That's not a good reason. I saw that uh, SI had an article that, no, it's actually important for Rodgers to play because you want to see what he can do with this group so you know what you need this offseason. <laughs> do you really need to see him play with this group to know what you need this offseason? I think that SI was one of those articles that was AI. Now, the, the reason why this is the only thing that matters is because this shows you to what degree Aaron Rodgers is running the show. We all know that he is running a good deal of the show. Now we get to see if he's the executive producer, the the second producer, the gaffer. Like if he plays this year, he is everything. He is making all the decisions. 
And there's, I, I find it hard to find a single person who thinks it's a good idea outside of Aaron Rodgers. I say this all the time. We take calls here on this show, on all the shows, the K Show, Rick and Dave, Barton Hahn, all the shows take calls. And of the calls we take, not all the gold, not all the calls are golden. I'll be the first to admit it. I mean, this very week we had somebody call up the K Show saying Juan Soto can't handle the New York spotlight. By definition, last week, last week's show, right? We had uh, we had uh, Hail Marys have to go. By definition, Hail Marys have to go in the end zone. No, they don't. We had Spike, our buddy Spike, uh, who was it that never took a three-pointer in his life? He's taken like 65 in his NBA crib. There's Bam Adebayo, right? So not all the calls we take are golden. There has not been a single person that I have heard call up any of the shows and say, you know what, it's a really good idea for, for Aaron Rodgers to go out there. And I would say there's not a single host on the station that thinks it's a good idea. I don't, is there, is there one, you guys know better than me, Joe and Harvey, of the shows that you work. Is there a single host on the station who thinks it's a good idea to have Aaron Rodgers play? Not one. Not one. Okay, so, and that does not happen very often. This is like a blue moon. The last time we had that kind of blue moon effect of like every host on the station agreed on one side of the argument, because at the end of the day, sports talk radio is about creating arguments on either side. So the last time there was an overwhelming landslide on one side was when the Giants were going to take Saquon Barkley at two. And it's turned out to be, we were right. (laughs) We nailed it. They shouldn't have taken Saquon. As good as Saquon Barkley is, taking a running back at two when you're as bad as the Giants doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense. So it's not like one of those things where I'm just trying to tout up the other hosts on the station. They were right. We were right. And this is another one that I think that they're absolutely right. Now, here's the one thing I will say. I don't think Rodgers is going to play. I don't. I think that you've already kind of seen a softening on this, and he is not going to play. But this is the ultimate player over team decision. At some point, and here's the thing for the Jets, they're going to have to realize at some point they're going to have to tell Aaron Rodgers no. They're going to have to tell him no at some point. It may, they may as well start getting used to it. Like making New Year's resolutions is not that far off. This might be one where they're going to have to, they can't have another offseason where it's all the moves that he wants. We've seen how that turned out. So Aaron Rodgers wants to show that he's as smart as he is. He knows better. And this is not he's showing everybody how smart he is because it's dumb. Like, really dumb. Like, all-time dumb moves. Because, like, any decision, you have to weigh what's the risk, what's the benefit. What, what's the benefit for the Jets? They're going no place. They're going no place. It's actually detrimental for him to come back and play well and help the team win. And, and what's the risk? Oh, the risk is he gets hurt again. And the risk is he blows up next year. There is no benefit. I, I heard people, well, it would be really good for his legacy. Do, does anybody think, we have a lot of dumb conversations as sports fans. Is anybody that say, well, you know what? The great thing about Rodgers in his career, like five years after he retired, you know what the great thing about Rodgers was? Well, when he came back and he proved the doctors wrong and he played against the Cleveland Browns. That was amazing. <laughs> no, if he wants to help his legacy, it's not about returning from an Achilles injury. It's about coming back next year and showing the Jets are as good... W- Think about what he has in front of him. 
If he comes back next year and they make the playoffs, after watching what we've watched this year with essentially the same group, there'll be changes, but it's essentially the same group. Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers was able to take the group that went 4-13 and last year and guide them to the playoffs where he was the major, he was the one major change. And the good news for him as well is, Think about, like, go back to what before we got to the season and all the pressure that was on the Jets, right? They got to make the playoffs. They got to do this. All that pressure comes back next year, and it's increased because it's another year later. It's increased because Joe Douglas is in year six. It's increased because Robert Sala, fingers crossed, is in year four. It's increased because the Jets are, are almost certainly going to have another top five pick in the draft this year. So much like for the Giants, the conversation has been uh, about they shouldn't win any more games, and they shouldn't. It's it's detrimental to the long-term goals of the team. Same thing for the Jets now. They should not win any more games this year. Season's over. Draft is on tap. Need to hit a home run, Joe Douglas. So get ready for that. And there's a lot of things that the Jets are going to have to fix this offseason because they got a lot of issues right now. But the one that they cannot fix would be if Aaron Rodgers were to come back and, God forbid, get hurt again. You got, you got one more swing with Aaron Rodgers, maybe, and it's next year. Because if it, hasn't, if it doesn't happen next year, do we really think when he's 40, he'll be 41 next year. So he'd be 42 the following year. Do we really think that it's going to happen when he's 42 as opposed to when he's 41? I don't think so. No, it makes no sense for Aaron Rodgers to come back. Everybody with eyes and ears can realize that. And the Jets have to make sure that that is known to Aaron Rodgers and that he does not come back this year. Makes no sense. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones. Artie's in Brooklyn. Artie, what's going on, pal? You know, Gordon, like you said, no sense. That's why it's going to happen. That is <laughs> typical Jets, right? Isn't that typical Jets? But, and, and I agree, but to say that, there are some, I heard, not naming names, some frustrated Jet fans that are just, like, so upset about the season that they want to see Rodgers just to make them happy. It's a stupid decision. I totally agree. It'd be nuts. I hope it doesn't happen. But, I mean, if it does, uh, you know, just sit there and pray. The uh, the other thing, too, is I know the Jets shouldn't win any more games. And I know you said the season's over. The season's not over. The season is not over. No, it's it's not technically over. But Wait, hang on a second. Because they still have – a top 10 defense, yeah. I'm going to say top 10, not top five. They still have a good running game in Hall. Mm. And if some, and they got the two linemen coming back, Beckton and uh, whoever the heck it is, right? With right. that, if Boyle could show, he didn't against Miami, but Miami's got a real good defense. If Boyle could show that Hackett's offense, since he knows it so well, that that was the reason why Zach was having such difficult times because he did get the ball in the end zone, which was, you know, one touchdown. But I'm just saying, if they could somehow beat the Falcons at home, it's doable. The Texans at home, be harder, doable. They got a game in Miami, and Miami's got all the reasons to to take them for granted because they kick the living daylights out of the Jets. 
Don't don't right. do this to yourself. What are you are you spinning now? The, the 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 playoff road or something like that? I mean, don't don't. Put it down. Leave it alone. Don't go near it. Don't think that way. I don't want to see you do this. Even me, who's a sadist when it comes to Jet fans. I love your pain. I, at some point, you got to stop touching the hot stove. Oh, it's hot. Oh, it's hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, it's still on. Stop touching it. We can't help ourselves, Gordon. I mean, geez, Louise, is there any... I, I almost feel like we got to contact somebody to reach out to Artie. He, needs, he clearly needs help. Mr. Damer, didn't you hear the call? I did hear the call from Marty, and you didn't do anything. No, I didn't do anything about it. How do you? How do you? How do you answer for that? I, I, I hate the Jets. That's I, I, the only reasonable. No, there's, there's nothing. Don't do this to yourself, Marty. Please. Should we play the game of how many more wins do the Jets have this year? Yeah. Okay. Zero. I mean, I mean, they can't score a touchdown. Like they scored a touchdown with Tim Boyle last week because the Dolphins are like, this game's over. We don't need this anymore. We're depressed that Jalen Phillips got hurt and they scored a garbage touchdown at the end of the game. They had 50 yards of offense going into the fourth quarter. There was a point. I might make this point in, in poop rankings later. I don't want to give it away. I think at one point the Jets offense had 50 yards and the Jet defense had 30 yards. They there- can't score touchdowns. There was a point in the game where the Jets' total amount of offensive plays equaled one drive for the Dolphins. Oh, my God. I don't know how you guys do this. But here, and here's the thing I would say to Jet fans. It's misery right now. It's absolute misery right now. But there's nothing to be saved from this year. You have to stew in this misery right now with the hope that, like, the, the phoenix rising from the ashes next year, you'll be able to look back at this and remember the pain that you felt so that when things are good, your good feeling will be better than other teams' good feeling because you have lived the pain. Just and that's what right this season is. Right in the face. Don't Absolutely. worry about it. You take it right now. You have to take it in the face. you got to take it right in the jaw. That's the only thing you can do. There's nothing to do but stew in it. You got to stew in it right now. It's not what you want to hear, but it's what, you, it's what the process is right now. And you can't rush it. You got you to play these games out. Mike is in plain view. Mike, what's going on, man? Great show. I disagree with everyone, I think, here at this point. Okay. Uh, as I, as I said earlier, I think Rogers, if he wants to play and the doctors clear him, let him play. Worst case scenario... He gets hurt, right? And he gets hurt long term. Well, that's good because then we can flush away all of this stench from from Hatchet, from Zach Wilson. Flush it away. Our defense is good. Flush it away. Let's start a fresh year with another another young quarterback. Draft the quarterback. If Rogers is healthy. They're not going to draft that young quarterback. If Rogers plays well when he comes back, okay, different scenario. We don't have anything to lose by him coming back. We win if he plays well. We win if he gets hurt. So, you know, I don't wish him bad, obviously. But that's the best-case scenario, I think, for the Jets. Well, the only problem with that, Mike, and Mike, thanks for the phone call, uh, you're saying flush it away. Rodgers is, is, is still under contract for two more years. So he's not just going to say, ah, you know, it didn't work out. He's going to try to come back. Um, and I think, like, I, 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 I'm not going to tell you. I'm an idiot, so I'm not going to try to portray, like, oh, I know all the salary cap. I don't. But I know when I go to Aaron Rodgers' contract on like Spotrack or whatever it is, 
his dead cap money next year is like $66 million. I don't think that that just gets flushed away. That's the problem. And you're saying, well, we'll just draft another young quarterback. Do you, do you trust Joe, Joe Douglas to pick a, a, another, another quarterback? Do you really? Do you, do you trust him to pick another quarterback when his career as a GM might be riding on it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the guy who swings and misses with the second pick in the draft on a quarterback, I don't know that I want him picking another quarterback. Like when you hear movies being advertised and they're like, well, from the people who brought you Goodfellas, this ain't from the people who brought you uh, Goodfellas. This is from the people who brought you Dude, Where's My Car or, or, or Biodome or Geely. From the people who brought you Geely. No, I, I don't want those people making the movie. So I don't, I don't think that I would want Joe Douglas making that call. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. We've stirred it up, people. We're talking Jets. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. I flush it. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. We're talking about the Jets and, and the caller there. Well, you know, if Rodgers comes back and gets hurt, you, you get rid of him and you draft a new young, young quarterback. And I don't know that I would be doing that with, with Joe Douglas. And here's another reason why. I don't know where anybody's going to be drafting. I don't know who's going to be good in this draft or bad in this draft. I'm not going to try to pull the wool over your eyes. But what I do know, sitting here right now, December 2nd, that when we get to the draft in 144 days from now, the Jets will not take a quarterback. And it wouldn't make sense for them to take a quarterback, no matter how this thing plays out with Aaron Rodgers. Because not only do I not want Joe Douglas drafting that quarterback, would you want this regime developing that quarterback? And think about what you're saying. Next year, however it plays out, if it doesn't turn out this year the jobs are on the line, and it doesn't seem like, according to the reports, that jobs are on the line for, for the GM or the head coach this year. Although, it's easy to say, before living through 10 straight losses to end the season, I think even the Jets would be forced to fire somebody. But let's just say everybody survives this year, and they chalk it up to Rodgers getting hurt, and they're going to take another swing at it next year with Rodgers healthy. The other reason why you don't draft a quarterback this offseason is because next offseason, you're going into a there's no more excuses kind of year where if it doesn't fire, if they don't have a deep playoff run, people are getting fired. So then what you're doing is you're drafting the quarterback now and then next offseason, you're firing a bunch of people so that the quarterback who you just drafted and pinning your hopes to is going to have a different coaching staff and a different coordinator and all those type of no, no, that's not when you do it. You do, if you're going to draft the quarterback, you do that next year because it didn't fire again and you're getting rid of everybody. You don't do it. This, you can predict right now, no matter where the Jets are picking in the draft, which is probably almost certainly going to be top five, they are going to get an offensive lineman. I, 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 can, I can book that right here and now. Book it. I'll take that receipt and, uh, and, and run to the table to cash it. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more phone calls. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go to uh, John is in North Bergen. John, go, my man. Morning, Gordon. Harvey, Joe Leo, company. Thanks for taking my phone call, man. I love you guys, man. Thank you, John. I wake up on Saturdays just to listen to you guys. Thank you. You mean me, if not that. You're not listening to that. Listen to me, John. If you guys are not please. on, I, won't, I will know. not wake up. I love you too, John. Go ahead. What do, what do you got? Happy birthday, bro. Thank you, Joe, Happy Thank birthday, you. sir. Um, okay, uh, by my Yankees, you know, and Soto, 
I, you know, it's a pipe dream. I'm not really, you know, it's, if it happens, it happens, great. But I'm not really, like, I don't care about it. My Giants, I hope they don't win another game. That way we could get a high draft pick. Mm -hmm. But what I'm looking forward to is I'm happy for is my Knicks Mm -hmm. because they're doing good. And the Rangers, man, you know? Mm -hmm. And Looking forward to the start of their season. Oh, their yes, season sir. start. Yes, oh, that's sir. right. Their season start. I, I'm not. I don't focus on the hockey that much, John. I apologize. Me neither. Me neither. I, I I wasn't big on hockey, but I'm getting into it. But I got number you. two, Gordon, I yeah. love your references every time you quote like movies because yeah. I'm a movie buff myself. I appreciate that. But I just wanted to ask you real quick: Have you ever seen the movie called Mask with the beautiful eighty-year-old Cher? Oh, yeah, of course. Rocky Dennis. Oh, heartbreak. All right, yeah, that's what I was going to ask Absolutely. You. you know the kid's name. Yeah, Rocky oh, sure. Dennis. You got yeah. it, bro. Yeah, Eric I Stoltz. Love that, Gordon. Fantastic job by Eric Stoltz. I've been told I look like Rocky Dennis by a girl or two back in the day. Got that sa- I got the same size. That My is head is incorrect. Huge. I have a huge head. Huge head. Not, not in a figurative sense. I mean, like a literal sense. It's just enormous. I very much you ever see like at a parade where they're walking in the parade and they have people that walk in the parade and they put their arms inside the hat and it's like their bellies are whistling. That's the size of my head. If you needed it, if you needed it to put it to scale, that's how big my head is. Uh, Chris is in Beth Page. Chris, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon. Gordon, give me a second. I mean, I know Artie uh, spoke from the Jet perspective. I'm going to speak from the Giant perspective. And you're mm-hmm. going to say I'm crazy, but let me just hear it out. Okay. Um, all right. There's 16 teams in the NFC. Five okay. are definitely locked in, we know, for playoff spots, okay? Mm-hmm. Two definitely, Arizona and Carolina, are out. That leaves nine teams that have between six and eight losses in the NFC. The NFC is historically terrible this year, historically. So what I'm saying is this. There is a shot, a good shot, that a winnable game next week the way the Giant defense has been playing. Oh, they God. beat the Packers next Monday night. They're now 5-8, and eight, okay? Oh, my you know, Lord. they got the Rams at home, the Saints uh, on the road, mm-hmm. and two games against Chris, Eagles. One of those games at home against the Eagles could mean nothing. And the Eagles may be playing for literally zero. Right. So they'll just like the Giants right everybody now. out. Yeah. What? Like the Giants are right now? No, no, no. The, the, the Giants are trying to win games. I mean, they were oh, Joe Shane and those guys. They still believe Chris, they can make the playoffs. Why are you doing this to it, yourself? No, the I'm Giants are terrible. The problem with your argument is not the math. It's the reality. And, Chris, thanks for the phone call. The This idea the Giants are in the playoff hunt. Guys, by those standards, everyone's in the playoff hunt. Nobody's been math. The Carolina Panthers haven't been mathematically eliminated yet. They're not in the playoff hunt. They're in the hunt for a new head coach. The Giants are not in the playoff hunt. Why are you doing this to yourself? You've beaten Arizona, Washington twice. I mean, like, look at the wins that you've gotten. And the Patriots. You're beating teams that are all going to be drafting top five. You're not in the... The Jets are not in the playoff hunt. The, this, you know what this is? I don't blame. I don't blame Chris... I don't blame Artie. I blame the teams. Look at what you're doing to people. Look at what you're doing to people. You are warping their brains year after year. This Giants football, this Jets football, it is warping your fan base's brains. Get it together. Clean it up. 
Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend. I'm your enemy. And educational. You sound like you're a moron. It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer. Oh, it is that time, people. A little late, but uh, we've been talking about the Jets issues. There are a lot of Jet issues. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, But now it is time for what I learned on TikTok. In case you're new to the segment, how it works, very simple. I is now a 53. I'm 53 years old. Oh, my God. As a 53-year-old, man, I spend way too much time on that TikTok app, but it's because I learned such uh, useless but entertaining information. So we've crafted this segment. Give Joe, give Harvey a little airtime. They need it. I will give them four pieces of information, three of which I've just made up. They're just fake. They're lies. But one of these pieces of information is true, and it's something I learned this week on TikTok. So we'll see if they can get it right. You can play along at home. Maybe you... Maybe the public has a better idea of these things. It couldn't be any worse than what Harvey generally does on a week-to-week basis, but we'll see. Maybe he'll he'll knock it out of the park this week. You never know. Harvey, Joe, you ready to roll? Who's uh, who's batting leadoff today, boys? I'll go first here. All right. So you took a shot at me again. Uh, do you? All right. Here's the thing. Do you? Um, oh, here we go. Oh no, that's the last one. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? I'm 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 seeing which one I think you have a better chance of getting. You taking a shot at me now? You want to like placate to me? I'm just I'm just looking to see which one I think you have a better chance. Who's older, you or Joe? I am. You're older. All right. Yeah. We'll I just turned. I just had a birthday too. Thanks. How old are you now? Twenty-eight. Happy birthday. Appreciate it, man. Belated, but still, still counts. Uh, all right, here we go. Number one, Harvey. The six richest women in the world all made their fortune through divorce. Number two, Chevy Chase enjoys hot grapes as a snack. Number three, Johnny Cash was almost killed in a fight with an ostrich. Or number four, I am now the same age as the actress from Throw Mama from the Train when she was cast in the movie. Do you know the movie Throw Mama from the Train? I do not, unfortunately. You do not know the movie Throw Mama from the Train? No. How, what, what year was that movie? Uh, maybe like, it was like five, six years ago. I don't know. No, it's it's probably uh, like uh, late eight, 87. Her name was Anne Ramsey. She was also in The Goonies. Have you ever seen The Goonies? I've heard of The Goonies, but not seen The Goonies. These are, these are movies you have to see. Throw Mama from the Train is, is fantastic. Danny DeVito, Billy Crystal. Rob Reiner. Uh, I think it might be a Rob Reiner movie. I'm not sure about that. Her name was Anne Ramsey. If you uh, if you Google Anne Ramsey quickly, you'll get to see what uh, Throw Mama from the Train's actress looked like. She's she is the female equivalent of uh, Wilford Brimley. Like it's the go-to old-looking person. But some Wilford Brimley. I'm already older than Wilford Brimley was in the movie Cocoon. That's true. I'm not. That's not a lie. So now I'm asking you: Am I now the same age as the actress from, from Throw Mama from the Train? Now you can't look at what her age was, and I don't want you doing math on the air. I, I trust that you won't do that. This is not like some segments on the station. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disqualify that one. Okay. 
because it, the fact that you you don't have that big an ego to put to make yourself a correct dancer. Then again, who knows? I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Cash. I nearly died. You gotta lock that in. Yeah, see, that's what I that, that, that I don't I don't trust it. I insult you, and then all of a sudden you get it oh, right. I got it. I don't like <laughs> I don't like it at all. Yeah, Johnny Cash almost died in a fight with an ostrich uh, later in his. He had some issues, Johnny. Uh, and he, but he had a uh, he basically had like a farm, like a zoo on his property. And ostriches, people don't realize ostriches are are can be nasty. They have like claws on their feet; they'll cut you right open. And uh, he suffered like a couple of cracked ribs and an injured back in the, as a result of a fight with an ostrich on his property. All right, Harvey, very good. I don't know if I, I trust it, but all right, it will stand. For the record, it stands. Joe, you're next up. You ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Number one, the actor Sean Penn has spent the last three years working undercover as a garbage man in his free time because he's going to be in a new Amazon series called or titled The Stink. Number two, the popular suction cup Garfield car dolls that were popular in the 80s were originally pitched to Hulk Hogan, but he turned them down. Number three, in the 1930s, the Vatican dispatched an investigator to see if Shirley Temple was actually an adult dwarf. Or number four, Grumpy Cat earned more money in 2014 than Beyonce in that same year. So again, Sean Penn is getting ready for a new Amazon series titled The Stink and has been working as a garbage man undercover. Going method. Number two, the popular suction cup Garfield car dolls originally uh, were pitched to Hulk Hogan, but he turned them down. Number three, the 1930s, the Vatican dispatched an investigator to see if Shirley Temple was actually an adult dwarf. Or number four, Grumpy Cat made more money than Beyonce in 2014. I'm going to go with the Vatican just because I have some uh, personal reasons for that one. So uh, I'll, I'll go Vatican and lock that one in. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this at all. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, this is, this is uh, shady. Something, something's going on. Something stinks in Denmark, and it's Joe and Harvey. I don't like this at all. All right. I didn't even insult Joe. At least Harvey had a reason to look it up. All right, we'll move on to the third one because you guys have derailed this segment once again. Uh, All right, so this time we flip it. It's one lie and three truths. So one of the – you're looking for the lie now. Before you were looking for the truth, now you're looking for the lie. Here we go. Number one, when Andre the Giant passed away, there was no crematorium large enough in France, so he had to be cremated at a zoo. Number two, Harry Styles has four nipples. Number three, King Charles gets his shoelaces ironed. Or number four, celebrity chef Julia Child once worked for the CIA. This is this is quite baffling here. Mm, um, yeah, well, you, you didn't look it up that fast. All right, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, come on. You, you realize the audience, they're not denying it. They're not denying See that? The, the first thing you do is deny it. Oh, that's an outrage. How dare you? I haven't recovered from the uh, Andre the Giant crematory. That 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 one got me right. I'm still right trucking the, over here. Right in the 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 nether regions. Right in the funny bone. Okay. This is this is the lie we're going for. We're looking for the lie. Yes. Three of these are true. One of them is a lie. Hmm. Been playing the game for a year and a half. Now. I'd like to oh. think that there'd be a picture of this. I'm, I'm going to go with the four nipples. Four nipples. Harry Styles. Harry, lock that in. I know that was rumored, but I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go that uh, King Charles has his shoelaces ironed. All right. Lock it in. No, both those things are true. Harry Styles does have four nipples, and King Charles gets his shoelaces ironed. 
Hate to have some creases in my shoelaces. Imagine being that guy. I gotta go shoot. I gotta go iron the shoelaces of the king. Do you have like? Do that yourself. If you're going to do that. I mean, like, uh, how out of touch? Like, dude, read the room. Look at what people are going through right now. You want your shoelaces ironed? For Pete's sake. All right, so you're down to two. Andre the Giant or uh, Julia Child? I'm going to go Andre the Giant. All right, lock that one in. Joe, you going to stick with Harvey or you going to go on your own? I'll stick with Harvey. All right, lock it in. Yeah, that one is made up. Yep, no, that's not true. Uh, Andre the Giant did not get uh, cremated at a zoo. No, celebrity chef Julia Child did once work for the CIA. And uh, that was a very uh, disappointing and unsatisfying round of what I learned this week on TikTok. And now because of this segment, you have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Jets, Juan Soto, and we got to touch on the Giants. Coming up this week, expose the Giant hypocrites. I'll tell you what I mean coming up next. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, I do think, do we have to start, now we did this a couple of weeks back where it was a Zach Wilson free zone. We, we, we rooted out all Zach Wilson truthers or detractors, everything. We removed it as a topic of conversation. Do we have to, do, do we have to break out the siren for people who think the Jets are giants, like drawing up scenarios for making the playoffs? Yes. I think we might have to. Now, I don't think that there are that many people out there that actually believe that. And I think that this is all. Is weed legal in New York now, too? Oh, yeah. You should be yeah. walking. Walk down yeah. Midtown I, I mean, it, I, it's very easy to draw. It's not like a conspiracy theory that, that it feels like that has to be a connect. There has to, it can't be a coincidence that those two things are both true. People are drawing up scenarios for the Jets and Giants to make the playoffs. Medicinal and cheap. Yeah, um, so I think we will make this from now on. I, I have a responsibility to the audience to to root out those phone calls. And people on Twitter are actually going after uh, Joe Leo for allowing these people to be on the airwaves and, and to be polluting the airwaves in such a way. But I, I, I'll don't worry. I'll handle it. I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. All right, but we've talked a lot about the Jets. Let's move on to the Giants because this I think this is my favorite week for the Giants because they don't play. Uh, and uh, I think it's important to finally have a, a palate cleanser of a week where we just kind of remove them uh, from, the, from the, the viewing public because their season has been over for a very long time now. And really the only conversation that has been worth having about the Giants was the one we were having. Is it better to lose these games? Is it better to, to lose out? Is it better to win games that are meaningless against bad teams like you? And, and to me... I judge my team by actual success. I'm not going to delude my... I've, I've lived a long enough life at this point to not delude myself and lie to myself. That's one of the strengths of, of me as a person. I don't lie to myself about things. It's things I do wrong, and I know I do them wrong. But I'm not going to lie to myself about my team. So if my team is, is 4-13 and 13 or 6-11, and 11, it, it, it's no difference. The only difference is, can it, is it possible to get something out of this year? And, and I only bring this up is because... The last couple of weeks, we've had this conversation already, and people have, oh, I want my team to win. I want to watch them on a Sunday. And there's a a hypocrisy with some of those people because the conversation we've had with the Giants now going into their bye week and whenever they come out next week is that they now might have this quarterback controversy because Tyrod Taylor might be healthy. And when he is healthy, does he play over Tommy DeVito or does Tommy DeVito play over Tyrod Taylor? 
And it seems like, at least from the people I've heard, a lot of people say, well, I want my team to win. I don't want to tank games. I'm not about tanking. I don't want to lose. Okay, fine. Well, then what you're saying is when, when Tyrod Taylor is healthy, he plays. He's the better quarterback. He gives you a better chance to win right now. Tommy DeVito is kind of a, a bit of a, is a great story. Love the story. It was fantastic last week watching him against the pay. All good stuff. But he is looking to the future. He's not about the now. You're, you're hoping that maybe he can develop into something, maybe a backup quarterback. Maybe he's just a good story that makes you feel good in a season that was lost basically from the national anthem of week one. But Tyrod Taylor is the better quarterback. There's no question about that. So if you're somebody who's, who's talked about, well, the Giants should be looking to win games, I don't want to tank, I don't care about draft picks, well, then you should be also very much in favor of Tyrod Taylor playing when he is healthy because he is the better quarterback. We're not going to have a debate. We've had some stupid debates to show among them, among them with talking about the Jets and Giants road to the playoffs. But there's no debate that Tyrod Taylor, at it, where he is at, is a better quarterback than Tommy DeVito. That's not debatable. So if you're somebody who says, I want my team to win games, I want the win, 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 win. Okay, fine. Tyrod Taylor, let's see if you can squeak out another win or two. Now, probably is not going to make any difference. Taking a look at the Giants' schedule, it's kind of hard to envision that there's another win or two there. But whatever the odds are of winning another game or two, they're increased by playing a a veteran like Tyrod Taylor who you kind of know what you're going to get as opposed to Tommy DeVito. Me, myself... If I were a Giant fan, I would say play Tommy DeVito. And it's not even the good story aspect of it. I want to see what I got. I'm not doing anything else. I got to play these games anyway. Let's see if there's something there to be developed as, I don't think as a starter, but maybe as a backup quarterback, something. It's a better use of my time than winning a couple of games against teams that you're you're almost certainly not going to beat. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's squeeze in. Uh, Gerald is in New Jersey. Gerald, go, my man. Yes, I, how you doing, Gordon? I'm good, Gerald. What's up? I'm doing all right. Um, now, I, I've, been on, I've been on hold for a little bit now, but um, my call kind of changed a little bit. Um, okay. And listen, I, I get it that, you know, there, there's, there's fans and there, there's media and there's, um, you know, there's people that, you know, really dig at Giant fans for wanting to for, for wanting them to win games. I understand that um, you know, you know, a lot of you guys feel like the season is over and you know and all that, you know, and I'm a realist. Uh I I, I, I understand that, you know, the Giants are four and eight. I understand um that, you know, it, it really wasn't the season that we all th- thought it was going to be. But, you know, when they they they're they're winning you know, game the, the games that they won, I yeah, the, the games that they won, it, it wasn't like it was the Eagles. It wasn't like it was the Dallas Cowboys. I understand that. But I look at it as the the way that they're winning games now and the way their defense is playing, it's a motivating factor for going, going, going forward for other games. So, listen, it's a tall order for them to beat the Eagles. It's a tall order, order for them to – probably even win out the rest of the season. Oh I'm not God. saying that they're going to do that. Siren, but, siren, but, siren. I think we need the siren. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, that's it. Win out. Win out. Get out. What are you talking about? Win out. What are, are people? I get it was my birthday yesterday. Is, is everybody celebrating like I'm uh, Kim Jong-un or, or ill or whatever it is? Who's the guy now? Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-il? Mm. 
What are people talking about? What has gone wrong with this show?